This podcast contains explicit content. Hardly Focused presents The Ack and Jack Show. You are listening to One Full Hour of Rip Roar and Rap Music. The Ack and Jack Show. The Balance Beam. Welcome to the Ack and Jack Show. You can find us at ackandjack.com. That is A-C-C-N-Jack.com. Chris Hackiardi, Jack Gill, and Nate Fillers. Yeah, I was going to say, you're Jack. I'm Ack. Who the hell's this guy? I'm And. (laughs) (laughs) To be specific, he's Ampersand. Yeah. The most important character on the show. Um, I didn't say that. Whenever <laughs> Nate is not on the show, every other character should be asking, where's Nate? I ask myself that all the time. Uh, we started this podcast in 2006, the Ack and Jack show. It's been sporadic uh, until last year when I think this is like, like, like Metamucil. This is the most regular that we've been recording episodes of the Ack and Jack show since 2008. And in the, thanks COVID. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thanks COVID. And thank you technology. Uh, but thanks to both of those, um, uh, we can get all of us together on the zooms and, uh, Nate joined us quite frequently on, on the Ack and Jack show, uh, back in the day. And then seg seg to talk radio meltdown. Now, now a regular on hardly focused and, uh, bringing it back to 2008 by having Mr. Nate here. Yay, it rhymes. And for the uninitiated, we all grew up together. Yeah, we all Yay. went to we all went to the schools together. So Yeah. Oh yeah. Here we are in our thirties still doing this. Sure. So, <laughs> <sighs> I yep. a, a lot sorry, Nate, what? No, I just said yep. Yeah, okay. Uh <laughs> a, a lot of a lot of weird shit happened today. But here's the weirdest thing. Uh fucking Facebook. I just, God, I hate Facebook. I <laughs> cannot stand Facebook and its stupid automated bullshit moderation system. Uh, I, I, I'm part of a fantastic group on Facebook called Wholesome Simpsons Posting. And uh, the number one rule of this page is you have to be wholesome. And everything I'm about to say is not wholesome in the least. But... Uh, someone posted uh, a clip from an old episode of The Simpsons. And uh, rather than try to describe it for you, I'm just going to uh, I'm, I'm just going to attempt to play it here. Uh, can you guys see this? Yeah. Yep. Okay, here we go. This was the clip that was posted on this Facebook page. So I said, I must get out of these wet clothes and into a dry martini. Oh, well said. Oh, you puppets again. Thank you. Good Lord, there's a fly in my drink. I put it there. You did? I slipped it into your glass as a gag. Pure hilarity. (laughs) Pure Homer. I pronounce it to be the most whimsical shape of the season. Oh, uh, so someone asks what the what that clip is referencing because it's actually a very obscure reference. And I'm a genius; I know everything, <laughs> and I know exactly what it's referring to. It's referring to the Algonquin Roundtable, and according to Wikipedia, the Algonquin Roundtable is a group of New York City's writers, critics, 
actors and wits. Gathering initially as part of a practical joke, members of the, quote, vicious circle, as they dubbed themselves, met for lunch each day at the Algonquin Hotel from 1919 until roughly 1929. At these luncheons, they engaged in wisecracks, wordplay, and witticisms that, through the newspaper columns and roundtable members, were disseminated across the country. It is the most obscure, like, thing I think The Simpsons has done, and that's a season two episode, I think. Um, so someone, yeah, someone asks what it is. And the first thing I do is like provide a link to, uh, Wikipedia, the thing I just quoted. How and, dare you? Yeah. And then I get this notification. Your comment goes against our computer standards on spam. We have these standards to prevent things like false advertising, fraud, and security breaches. Shut up. <laughs> Literally, I'm answering a person's question. What is this in reference to? The Algonquin round table. Got it. Elmer Fudd over here. The Algonquin round table. Fucking, all I did is post a link to Wikipedia. God, I hate Facebook. Uh, Snopes has determined that Wikipedia actually does not exist. Oh, does this mean I'm part of QAnon? Yep. Quanon? Yep. So there you go. The Algonquin round table sounds like the deep state to me. (laughs) I posted, uh, I, I posted two responses. One was a link to the Wikipedia page. Uh, explaining what it was. And then the second was a uh, cartoon of the the folks who regularly attended the, these these lunches uh, that effectively w- was the basis for that scene from The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. All I did was answer this guy's question and provide, like, accurate information. Facebook. Oh, you're spamming people. We're going to block your comment. You gotta- yeah, all two comments spam. God damn it. You get the same shit with YouTube. We, we had a, we had all a, these platforms are doing great. We had a video on our YouTube channel at uh hardlyfocus.com slash YouTube. Uh, that was, uh, us commenting on that, that scientist guy that like zaps himself, records himself getting electrocuted. And, uh, he, he did a whole thing about, uh, magnetized how, how the vaccines don't have magnets in there. <laughs> And our video got flagged for like spreading misinformation about the COVID vaccines. And I, at least with YouTube, you can at least like write out uh, an appeal. You can't do that with Facebook, but you can at least, you can at least appeal it on YouTube. And uh, I just told him, I'm like, you guys are inept sacks of protoplasm. (laughs) Uh, If you're going to take down my video, then you need to take down this guy's video and every video that's also playing it and commenting on it because we're not original. Uh, and then within an hour, it was back up. Yeah. Well, you know, that's the thing that I've, you know, read is uh, these algorithms often designed by uh, wealthy right-wing white people uh, <laughs> tend to innately include their biases. So it's like the algorithm attempting to combat hate speech might accidentally let actual like white nationalist Nazi screeds slip through, but then someone saying I hate Nazis would get banned for hate speech. Like it's just, you know, all, all the biases, all the unconscious biases are inherent in the algorithm and then make it so that the wrong shit is what's getting purged from the platform. The triggers are a little too sensitive. Yeah. We're not ready for AI. No. Well, uh, 
you know, this actually really does remind me of a 2008 uh, era Ack and Jack show episode where, like, I'd fire off the show by ranting about some innate, ridiculous toddler. Back in 2008, it was, boy, I hate my job in the frozen food aisle at Stop and Shop. <laughs> Let me complain about that for 20 minutes. Uh, I'm really worried about this John McCain character. I don't see the Republican Party getting much worse than him. We didn't know we had it so good. <laughs> uh, and I believe I still have somewhere in here. Uh, <laughs> My song. Yes. <laughs> the John McCain song. Where is it? Uh, here it is. I'm not going to play the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> John McCain, Republican senior U.S. Senator John McCain, born in the Panama Canal City zone, John McCain, son of an admiral and Roberta Wright, John McCain. Academy. Okay, there we go. <laughs> yeah, that's about enough of that. It holds up. But it's it's ingenious though. It's great. I I love it. Uh, it's really good. Is uh, Roberta McCain still alive or did she pass on? Oh, the, I don't fucking know. Well, <laughs> I don't think I knew then. Mother, I mean, John McCain lived to be like eighty-two. Mother yeah. should not outlive their children. She she if she is still around, she's got to be like in her hundreds now. She got me in yeah. triple digits. But. Yeah, that would surprise me. Yeah. But uh, anyway, that's uh, what's grinding my gears today. Are, 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 are your gears being grinded at all, Ack? Not particularly. <laughs> <laughs> I, had, um, I had a great day. <laughs> yeah, no, my life is awesome. No, um, I think that's a good segue. Uh, speaking of things lasting on Facebook an inordinate amount of time when they probably should be banned. Oh, yeah. Uh, a man live streaming on Facebook video his attempted terrorist attack on Washington, D.C. today. What a stupid oh, yeah. asshole. Yeah. Emphasis on stupid and emphasis on asshole. So, <laughs> on the whole thing. Yeah. But, like, wild that, that this guy was apparently live streaming for like 20 minutes before his video got taken down by Facebook. And you can't even post a Wikipedia article. Nope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Uh, well, it's like, uh, I think it was New Zealand. Remember there was that church mass shooting yeah. in New Zealand a couple years ago? And that oh, guy, yeah. he streamed yeah. it on Facebook. Uh, yeah, I think that was that when it all started. Yeah, he streamed the entire thing. Yeah. Uh, and I don't like watching that stuff. I watched that whole goddamn thing, and I wish I did. Yeah. I wish yeah. I did. And I, it was on YouTube, of all places. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I mean, people will do things like uh, on TikTok, they'll like start a video with like a little wholesome thumbnail and then have it suddenly cut to something like that partway through in order to like force people to see it unwillingly. Yeah, it's we messed up. We, we posted the video on uh, or a, a, not a video, but a um, image on our Facebook page at uh, facebook.com slash hardly focus podcast of this guy. Just he is the representation of America. Mm -hmm. He's he's a, I... <laughs> a bald white guy with a goatee sitting in a lifted truck and he threw out like fourteen dollars in singles out on the ground. Yeah, well, I don't I've... understand the. <laughs> 
<laughs> the meaning behind the dollar bills. <laughs> I, I want to read this guy's manifesto just to learn the significance of the dollar bills. I do like how everybody's everybody's saying the same thing. It's his life savings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the video, oh, I wanted to play it, and I wish I'd recorded it. Um, the video is no nowhere to be found. Um, yeah. uh, hold uh Reenact it. To breaking it. <laughs> I'm gonna play a little bit of this because it looks like it has some of the um the video in it. Uh, can you guys see that? It is no, I, I see a black screen. Why has it got to be black? <laughs> like that's just yeah. how it is. Simpsons worked earlier. Uh, okay. Still black. Yeah. Okay, well, I'll just play the audio. Whatever. Here we go. So breaking news to get to right now. Following a several-hour standoff with police, the North Carolina man who triggered a lockdown on Capitol Hill has now surrendered. Floyd Ray Roseberry is from Cleveland County. Around noon, he posted a video on Facebook from a black pickup truck. Now, that Cleveland County I mentioned, North Carolina, claiming to be holding an ammonium nitrate bomb in his lap. All of, his force, all of this for staffers in the Capitol to evacuate and the area to go into lockdown. Capitol Police say eventually Roseberry got out of his vehicle and surrendered to tactical units on the scene. We'll continue to update this story as we get more in. And uh, they're only playing the video of the guy and you could hear a little bit of the audio in the background, but I'm also pretty sure he was every other word out of his mouth was motherfucking. Mm. Yeah, uh, I did not watch any of it live. I'm in a, a politics group where some people were watching it and posting about it. And one member of the group commented, uh, in, at, the, at one point in the video, he looks to his left and says, there's the capital or something. And then he looks ahead of him and says, and there's another capital. But <laughs> <laughs> um, so just top of his class. People were originally joking because he parked his truck in front of the Library of Congress. And people were joking. He just typed Congress into his GPS <laughs> and that's where it took him. But then apparently he made comments in the video that made it seem like he really thought that Congress was in that building. It was a library so, of Congress, yeah. Uh, yeah, he was uh, He was not a, a smart cookie. Uh, no surprise, his name is Floyd Ray Roseberry. Roseberry. 49 years old from Grover, North Carolina. Yep. Yep. Oh. Yeah. And I mean, people found his social media feeds, his Facebook, where it was all anti-vax, anti-mask, anti-Black Lives Matter. Oh, my God. Uh, you know, it it's a type. It's, it yeah, it sucks is. to say this, but like if you know someone who is obsessed with these conspiracy theories and these rants, that is the demographic of people who pack bombs into their truck and drive it to the U.S. Capitol. Like, that's the type. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this might be... Uh, this might be it. Is this I guess some people done some things sometimes. Well, look here, you little... <laughs> some people's doing some things now. And <laughs> south. That was him. That's okay. Wow. That's the best I can find. Wow. Whatever what you say, Mr. Roseberry. What, what a stereotype. Yeah, right. That guy's a stereotype. He's a cartoon character. 
any anything like like when Family Guy makes fun of people in the South. That's yeah. exactly what that guy is. Yeah. Um, and you know, to you could also say, oh, he's just some one random whack job. You know, you can't account for those. You know, people will all often point out, you know, yes, there are left wing radicals who will, you know, go and bring a gun. And you know, there was that one Bernie Sanders supporter who shot Republican Representative Steve Scalise. But I think it's an important distinction that I'm not aware of any uh, Democrats anywhere in the country, like elected, actually important Democrats who would support that kind of thing. Whereas uh, after this incident today, uh, Alabama Republican Congressman Mo Brooks tweeted his take on the Capitol bomb threat, which essentially boiled down to i i have it up here i'm just going to read a couple of the sentences sure uh although this terrorist motivation is not yet publicly known generally speaking i understand the citizenry's anger directed at dictatorial socialism and its threat to liberty freedom and the very fabric of american society the way to stop socialism's march is for patriotic americans to fight back in the 2022 and 2024 elections i strongly encourage patriotic americans to do exactly that more than ever before bluntly stated america's future is at risk so he's basically saying, yeah, this guy was a terrorist, but he was right to be a terrorist, and more people need to realize that he was right, and all of his beliefs were correct and justified. Like, uh, that is a fucked up statement for an elected yeah. official to be making about this sort of thing. It's yeah. like, essentially, the stupid people will see that as, oh, uh, so we should do that? That's yeah. what he said. Yeah, we should all do that. Okay, yeah, I mean, it, again, it's it's like the January 6th rioters. You know, every single one of them will openly say and not get why this is controversial. Oh, yeah, we're here because Trump told us to be here. And then aside from that, the big debate and argument is, oh, no, 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 no. He couldn't possibly have wanted that. Of course, he'd condemn something like that. But every single person there knew what they heard when he told them, oh, you have to do something to stop this deal. Yeah. yeah. You know, they understood very well. <laughs> if if someone tells me to march on the White House, I'm going to take that is okay, I'm going to march on the White House. Yeah. No. Nope. Uh, I'm not going to see it any other way. Right. Like there's no reading between the lines or any <laughs> magic. I just realized saying that out loud, I'm going to get I'm going to get zucked. I'm going to get facebooked. Someone's going <laughs> to well, misinterpret that and be like, "You made a threat." Yeah. I said a White House. <laughs> <laughs> Trump can't even spell condemn. <laughs> or Philadelphia. Uh, well, I mean, you're you're seeing this now with, uh, like Greg Abbott, for example, or Ron DeSantis, mm -hmm. like trying to, uh, I don't know if ban is the right word, but uh, I guess ban mask mandates. Like, yeah. So you want people to die. Like you want yeah. you want your states to be breeding grounds. It's Petri actually dishes. like there's a race to the bottom here. There are now like places in Tennessee that are actually banning masks. Like you will be kicked out of public establishments if you try to wear a mask and go inside. Yeah. Like they're all competing to see who can signal 
that they're the most willing to tell liberals to fuck off. <laughs> I think it was uh, a school district in either Florida or Texas that skated around the ban on mask mandates by having face masks become part of the dress code. Yeah, yeah I, I did that. see that. Yeah, they found the loophole. You would think that, I mean, I know what we're talking about here. You think that the politicians, the people who were elected in the office, especially a high enough office to be governor of an entire state, would at least think of that. That it's it's such an obvious thing. Well, you know, what I just find so bizarre, and, and there was, it was funny, there like a month or so ago, there was a very sudden change in the rhetoric of, Republican officials and like even a lot of hosts on Fox News where suddenly they all became very like, uh, hey, get vaccinated, take this seriously. But I'm amazed it took them that long to realize your own voters are the ones who are dying. Like, that sounds like a Metal Gear Solid plot line, a virus <laughs> that only kills voters of one political party. That's fucking sci-fi nonsense, but it's a real thing and you're encouraging it. You're killing off the people who give you your own jobs and power that you want. Why would you do that? <laughs> what is They're the benefit smart. to that? I don't, I really can't understand it. Look, I'm, this, this is going to sound awful. It sounds mean. It's population control, what we're doing right now. We are doing population control. We are weeding out uh, the the scourges, uh, scourges of society here. If you don't want to wear a mask, if you refuse to get vaccinated, if you're going to make claims that uh, this has all been a hoax and um, it's, it's uh, f- like politically fueled or what have you, and you, you get sick... You deserve it, and we don't need you. It, it, you're right. It sounds cruel, and I would much rather this weren't happening, but it is on some level a self-correcting problem. Yeah. It's it's every instance of someone who spoke, like a, like a politician or a celebrity that spoke out against this and then either got ill or actually succumbed to it. And, mm-hmm. and it's like, yeah, that's there's a radio host, uh, this uh, radio host guy that was like a uh, you know, a vehement uh, anti-vaxxer, not the one that we talked about a couple weeks ago. That was one guy who, uh, you know, on his radio show was saying, you know, don't get vaccinated. COVID's a myth, et cetera, et cetera. Trump 2024. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, when he passed, like his dying words were, everybody get the vaccine. I wish I got vaccinated. Yeah. And then another and- another radio host just passed who li- literally same exact thing. And when I read this stuff, I'm like, sucks. It sucks that his family has to go go through losing a loved one. But at the same mm-hmm. time, oh, no. Anyway. Yeah. And that's the thing about people with a lack of empathy, which is the, the common problem among everyone like this, is it's going to have to happen to them. Because it happening to someone else isn't enough to make them realize or, or care. It could it could kill off every single other anti-vaxxer on the planet, and they'll be the last one alive going, well, obviously, I don't need to get vaccinated. And then when they get it and they're dying on an intubator, they'll go, oh, God, I really wish I got it. Please hear my story. 
and we'll say, well, there's none left. You were the last one. So bye bye. I, I looked up. I couldn't remember the guy's name. So I looked up radio host COVID. And the one mm-hmm. that I was thinking of uh, was Dick Farrell. Okay. Uh, and then uh, w- one or two days ago, these are uh, sources. Christian radio host who asked if vaccine is form of government control dies of COVID. Yep. Phil Valentine. <laughs> How many of these are there? It's, it never ends. Just you know what the Florida vaccination rate is? It's like none. <laughs> is it? Because I, no, I, um, I heard it's like forty percent or something like that. Yeah, I think the lowest in the country is is either it might be Alabama. In there, it's like thirty uh, percent. That's like the absolute lowest. I know Mississippi has been in the news a lot just because they're just. I mean, they they have a history of just fumbling everything, but yeah. um, the vaccination rate is just being fumbled. Yeah, you know what's really driving me crazy is the the fact that they're pushing this agenda of like my body, my choice, but they're they're <laughs> doing it wrong. Like they're they're like, well, they're just hypocrites. Yeah, on this one thing, my body, my choice. Right. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't pay attention to every other argument about bodies and choices we've made over the past 50 years. <laughs> I saw yeah. I saw something on uh, Twitter, I think it was. It was a nurse who recorded, uh, recounted, I should say, an interaction she had with a patient where she asked the patient if, she wanted her COVID vaccine, and the patient, who was very sick, mind you, responded, yeah. uh, no. She's like, I don't know what's in it. I don't want that going into my body. And the nurse responded with, bitch, you did not question at all the five different medications I just pushed into you to make you feel better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't know what's in any of those. That's a very good point. I, I've seen people also say, like, yeah, if you – don't get the vaccine and then you have to rush into the ER in because you have COVID the shit they're going to pump you full of in the ER to cure your COVID at that stage is way weirder and more experimental than the vaccine is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I will point out uh, this is a a bit unfortunate um, because he's, he's a meme guy. Um, He's a meme template. Uh, The very, very large man wearing a fedora. Okay. I think yep. they call him Fedora Man. Um, he is in the hospital right now on a ventilator due to COVID, which uh-huh. is unfortunate. I will point out that the man cannot weigh any less than 400 pounds. My gosh, is he just a, a, a very large man? Um, and uh, he looked familiar because he, he's an actor and that was like a headshot. He was in Freaks and Geeks, right? Yes. And he was on Even I- Stevens as well. Okay, I remember when we watched Freaks and Geeks, I looked him up on IMDb, and when I saw that picture as his headshot on IMDb, I went, oh, it's that fucking guy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, very rarely do, like, the, you know, the established actors all of a sudden become the meme templates. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, it was just, like, from a series of headshots, and just, of course, it's always just the random, the most random things that suddenly become internet fodder. Um, Yeah. But he, uh, yeah, he was in uh, Shia LaBeouf's band on uh, Even Stevens. He was, hmm. I think he was the bassist in the band. Um, but uh, see, that's unfortunate. But again, very, he, very big guy. You know, yeah. it's the, the you know, in most cases, I mean, there's a lot of you know underlying medical conditions too that will 
you know, exacerbate the symptoms of, of COVID. I saw someone, I, I had to stop myself on Facebook from looking at the comment section of uh, like NBC Boston and CBS mm-hmm. Boston because it's just, it's a cesspool of stupidity. And there was some guy that I, I got into it with because he was trying to push the, you know, the vaccination myth citing that uh, an 81 year old man was one of those breakthrough cases, fully vaccinated, died of COVID. And my retort, the guy kept trying to argue with me with his quote unquote facts, his mm-hmm. quote unquote research. And I just kept responding with 81 years old. Right. 81 years old. Like th- 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 there's no excuse at that point. If, if you make it to 80 years old, that's an accomplishment. Anything thereafter, the way I see it, if you make it to 75, anything thereafter is fair game. Yeah, it sucks. It sucks if someone dies. You've lived a full life at that point. Yeah. There's yeah, no agree. Also, yeah. also, the thing that's pissing me off is they're they're pointing the finger like, hey, see, it's not 100%. You're not. Nobody like, said it we was. Never, we never yeah. said that it was 100%. Yeah, if it's 97.5% effective, get the fucking vaccine. That's really good. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And yes, there's going to be some deaths, but the whole point is to consider the hospital workers and also to minimize what it does to you. I understand that there are tons of people out there, maybe not tons, but there's a handful of people who can't get it because mm-hmm. of their medical oh, yeah. situation. Yeah. yeah, I get that. But I want to say like 95% of the people who aren't getting it are just scared yeah. or they're just getting the wrong information. Yeah, it's it become really a culture sucks. war thing. And Trump in March of 2020 made it a culture war thing. And he didn't have to, but he chose to do it. He chose to make it. If you are on Team Trump, the virus is a hoax and the vaccines are bad for you. And if you think the virus is real and you should get a vaccine, you're a liberal. If, if That's you, obviously yeah. insane. You don't have to be a liberal to get the vaccine. Plenty of conservatives have gotten vaccinated. But the people who all day, every day, eat up culture war nonsense that's what they've come come away with. I can't get the vaccine because if I do, then I'm I'm basically an Obama supporter. <laughs> I thought of a, a scary story that I actually tweeted at um, Stephen King. Just imagine, like, so <laughs> you tweeted Stephen King by R.L. Stein. <laughs> well, okay, so think of COVID nineteen. Reader beware, you choose the scare. So my thought of thinking was. My thought of thinking that's that's yeah, I'm going to patent that. My thought of thinking um, is that, OK, I'll 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 play devil's advocate. Let's just say let's just say that the vaccine that we all got in six months kills us. Let's just say that. Let's just mm-hmm. play pretend that that's what happens. It's good thing we can get those boosters, huh? And speed up the process. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't want to live in a world where the people who aren't getting vaccinated are the only ones left. And I tweeted to Stephen King that that would make a great like premise for a horror story. Like you're the last person remaining amongst all these people who didn't get vaccinated because they're they're all a certain type of people. Yeah. 
They're all <laughs> whack jobs. Oh, a, a pandemic that killed everyone but you and the crazy people. Yeah. It, it, just, <laughs> that is a good concept. There's just a personality. <laughs> you, you said it, Chris. Yeah. You said, like, there's a personality type to these people. Mm-hmm. And that, I want to stay far away from it. Like, I, if that's the scenario that the people who aren't vaccinated survive, I don't want to, I don't want to be a part of that. Right. <laughs> Fuck that. Yeah. It's, it's basically like there's three camps now. There's the people that are ideologically lean liberal, the people who ideologically lean conservative, and then the people with no ideology who just do nothing all day but eat the fucking diet ice cream of culture war infl- inflammatory headlines. You know, that's what every single – and that's that's what Trump was. Trump was someone like that. He wasn't pretending. He wasn't lying. He genuinely was someone who does nothing but think of culture war nonsense all day. So it's like you've got people who are, you know, getting literally handed $100 bills by Joe Biden – and then they all they can think of is go, oh, well, yeah, but, you know, black people kneel during the national anthem. So they hate America and you support them. So I hate you. I love America. America is the greatest country in the world, pussy. Why do you hate America? Like that's literally every argument boils down to. It's just they, they just take the most purely distilled nonsense, unimportant, vapid, gossip rag culture nonsense but that's the entirety of the political identity, and it it dictates every decision they make in their entire lives. And the hypocrisy drives me insane because they seem to leave off all the stuff that they contradict. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's you like know the Bible. You know what? All uh, blame on Joe Biden. Uh, OnlyFans prohibiting <laughs> pornographic content on their platform starting uh, next month, I believe. Or in October. It's, a, it's it's a brilliant idea. I think next we should uh, ban nudity from Pornhub, opinions <laughs> from Facebook, and pictures from Instagram. So I will say, I, I do want to get this out there. I, I agree that the headlines I've seen sound incredibly stupid about OnlyFans banning pornographic content. I have seen people share that apparently this was a misreporting and... Uh, what they've done is they've allegedly just up, updated their guidelines to more clearly ban certain uh, illegal or morally dubious types of pornography. Uh, so the list I saw mentioned things like necrophilia, rape, revenge porn, things that are already illegal and you shouldn't have on your website because you'll get arrested for it they're just like officially banning that so if that's true and that's all they're doing then that seems reasonable to me yeah if they are actually going the tumblr route of no more not safe for work content whatsoever then whoever is in charge of that decision is getting fired because the website <laughs> the website's going to be less relevant than google friends right and what wasn't it like the alternative to Patreon, remember, it was all the uh, like the cosplayers, the models who wanted to do the the lewds as they call them, mm-hmm. were doing it on on Patreon. And I don't know if like Patreon did something similar, but they all migrated away from there, and they're all on OnlyFans now. That's my understanding. Yeah, 
I'll say that OnlyFans, there's there's like a, a whole slew of average looking cosplayers that I follow on Instagram. And mm-hmm. it's all been theater of the mind for the most part, the way that they pose and the way that they present themselves. And you think to yourself, man, it'd be cool to see what this chick looks like naked. And <laughs> almost all of them, now that they're on OnlyFans, it's like the the old Jewish man on The Simpsons when he has his pants down and he's dancing and Krusty's like, that guy's giving it away for free. It's it's <laughs> it's what they're all doing now. You and, and the thing is, even though they charge for this stuff on OnlyFans and there are people out there who will pay for it, those people just turn around and immediately post it elsewhere and you can just do a Google search and you can find it all for free. And I see yeah. it all now and I'm like, this is disappointing. Go back to pretending to be naked. Go go back to leading people on and and you know doing the absolute bare minimum to cover up or uh, utilize your poor Photoshop skills to airbrush things out. Now that you've just like taken everything off and you're just showing everything, like no, I don't like it. I don't like it. It's it's like two sets of eyes that are going in the wrong directions. I'm gay now. Done correctly. (laughs) Yeah, there's there's one. Check that I follow specifically. She, she literally just doesn't charge for him. She's just like, she she posts the, the teasers in her uh, stories, and then she's just like, check this out on my OnlyFans. It's 100 percent free. Like all you mm-hmm. have to do is sign up for it, which I'm afraid to do because like <laughs> I you know you, you, <laughs> I don't want it, like you can only sign up with either Google or Facebook. I'm like, yeah, okay, those are uh, questionable options right there. I've always seen those memes too of like on Pornhub, there'll be like a little, you know, the option to share this video on Facebook and it's like, uh, yeah, no fucking thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Man, I, it's like, it's like reading Playboy for the articles. It's going to Pornhub for the comments because you will find some fucking insightful discussions in the comment sections on Pornhub. I do. I've seen Reddit compilations of novelty Pornhub accounts. Like someone is a what Preston from uh, Fallout Four. <laughs> Just a comment on random videos. Another settlement needs your help. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I, I, I think it was was it the Grand Theft Auto Five trailer? Like of all the places it was posted, the one that was racking up the most views was on Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Nate, you're going to say something? Oh, so I don't know this for sure, but what I've read is that the reason why they are doing this is because of the payment platform that they use is no longer like wanting to be associated with explicit content. So they're forced like this podcast, (gasps) just like this podcast. This can't be on OnlyFans. I think we that's, should put this on OnlyFans. Why not? I'll just take my shirt off. That's it. Yeah. Plus, I'm pretty sure you don't have to be sexual on OnlyFans. I just don't know why you would go to OnlyFans just because of its reputation at this point. Like, why would you bring your wholesome, I, <laughs> you know, my my knitting show available <laughs> only on OnlyFans? Oh Jesus! Like, that just seems like a hard way to get a get the audience you're looking for. God, my aunt. Used to, and I'll preface this by saying the person I'm about to talk about is is been dead for years. But my aunt used to watch this show on PBS called Sewing with Nancy, and it was this old woman who just like just would sew shit, 
and it was like <laughs> Wisconsin Public Radio, so you can imagine what that sounded like. <laughs> not to mention, not to mention, she had Bell's palsy, so half her face was paralyzed. Just think, just think. I, that's all I'm going to say. I'm going to follow that up with: imagine this on OnlyFans. <laughs> all respect to that her family. Sweet. Like I said, you know, God rest her soul. But <laughs> lewd sewing. <laughs> Just sitting there, you know, knitting and sewing caps, mittens, with your tits hanging out. With your saggy old lady tits hanging out. Well, if it's done tastefully. Well, (laughs) she was from Wisconsin, so of course it's going to be homegrown, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Was OnlyFans created uh, with the intention of like hosting porn and questionable content or was it something like Patreon where it effectively devolved? That's a good question. I have absolutely no idea. Yeah. Cause I know like there's uh the remnants of the Kevin and bean show from K rock in LA is on Patreon now. Um, yeah. And that's like, it's, it's like the satellite radio of podcasts. Like you have to pay to like, uh, you know, listen to the show. Uh, yeah. That, you know, that's what Patreon was designed for, not for cosplayers to go on there and be like, pay 50 bucks a month and I'll show you part of my areola. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's a good question. I mean, by the time I had first started hearing about it, it was in the context of subscribe to my OnlyFans, I do feet pics kind of jokes, you know. <laughs> Christ. People just, just memeing about it yeah. as blatantly a site where anyone can go and you can buy pornographic or borderline pornographic stuff. So yeah. whether there was an OnlyFans phase where no one was paying attention to it, where it was mostly wholesome content, I have no idea. Uh, my my feet, I have, uh, on one of my big toes, uh, like years ago, I dropped something very heavy on it and just completely destroyed the toenail. And it's just been just like permanently destroyed ever since. And mm-hmm. Uh, recently I, I finally decided to take the clippers to it and just like tore parts of it off to, in an attempt to try to get it to, you know, grow back normally. And I've just had this half toenail for about a year now. That's the kind of shit that you should be marketing for the foot fetishers. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there's like, all I have to do is just take pictures of it and post it, you know, find out where to post it. Post it online, dude. I could be making doll. I could be making the same amount of money that Floyd Rosenberry threw out of his truck today. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be, I'd be Peggy Hill. I'd be none the wiser. <laughs> God, that's such a great episode. How do you not realize that you're, you're, you're the star of a uh, foot porn videos? You know, I actually read an article about that a while ago. Um, a woman found out that her pictures of her feet from her Instagram were being posted on a, on a foot fetish website and she found the guy who was doing it. And she asked him, she was like, no judgment. I'm not mad. I'm not going to try to take any repercussions. I would like to interview you because I'm really curious about why you're doing this. And he agreed. And she sat down and had an interview with the guy who's been taking my pictures of my feet off Instagram and posting them on foot porn sites. Like, and it was just a fascinating, like this, the whole, the whole realm of human sexuality. And it's just deeply fascinating to me. That's, that's very interesting 
But why was she just posting pictures of her feet on Instagram? Well, no, it would be like a picture of her like at the beach. And it would be like her a full, a normal, wholesome family picture. But her bare feet would be visible. Oh, and he's just taking it and cropping and it. He, yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. I thought she was just like every picture was of her feet. And No, no. Like, yeah. I mean, and that's what's fascinating, too, about foot fetishists is like imagine if you actually get off to seeing people's feet and you and like all you really want to do is see a girl's feet you probably just like fucking ask her at a party be like hey can i see your feet and she's gonna be like yeah sure meanwhile if you're a dumb stupid asshole like me who likes (laughs) boobs or something you go up to a woman and say hey let me see your tits that's pretty not good to say (laughs) yeah i don't see i don't get people who are in the feet like me either. You know, if I see a chick wearing like a skirt and I and I think to myself, wow, she got some nice legs, then I think to myself, why why am I attracted to that? Yeah. Well, yeah. Like that that much I don't get because like legs can be absolutely disgusting. Uh feet. Feet are disgusting no matter what. There is no way to make a foot look good. What I'm what <laughs> I'm inclined to agree. What I'm thinking of doing is hundred percent intentional because I have like what's effectively now a deformity due to a toenail just never growing back correctly. Uh, uh, that That is something I know I could intentionally attempt to market. But it, it sucks because, like, I showed you guys this last night in our group chat on Facebook where I had a scammer message me, um, and I just kept responding with Simpsons quotes and It's Always Sunny quotes, mm-hmm. and uh, I, they gave up after a while. Well, here's the, here's the thing. They said hello to me, and I responded with Homer Simpson's happy dude solicitation when he gets the uh, the telemarketing machine. Um, and the, the scammer immediately responded with, and I'm going to butcher the pronunciation of this, and I apologize. I think it was like Alaye. Alaye. It's something, it's like a Nigerian term. Like, and it very clearly, I'm like, okay, a white girl named Evelyn just like said something in in a Nigerian's native language to me. That (laughs) kind of gives it away that I'm not corresponding Hmm. with a white woman named Evelyn. Also, it's 2021. What young looking person, what young looking females named Evelyn? (laughs) True. Uh, The username was Evelyn Albert. And then, um, uh, they they fucking misspelled Albert and then in their actual name. So I called eventually, eventually I called them on it. My name is Gertrude Real. <laughs> yeah, they stopped responding to me. I really wanted them to because I was like, all right, I, I just want to point out two things. One, what white woman says, you know, Alaye or whatever, what white English looking one. And two, fucking you spelled your name there wrong, Albert. <laughs> My favorite part was when she was like I can't give you money. You're supposed to give me money. (laughs) (laughs) You know, at that point, they're just like, look, my shift is over in five minutes. I just want to fucking get this over with. Oh, my God. See, see, working in the working in the service industry. Can you imagine if these scammers are actually working out of like a call center where they have targets and (laughs) that's what I always like to imagine. (laughs) You have to hit your quota of uh, of Mm. of successful scams. Um because I get a see my uh my Instagram had been set to private for the longest time and I finally opened it back up and ever since I did and this is why I set it to private initially is because every day I'm getting 
these these very clearly fake profiles that follow me and um uh, then I get like the message requests that are almost definitely, uh, you know, scam phishing attempts. Uh, but I bring all that up because that's one thing that's unfortunate is when, because like the scammer that's trying to talk with me last night, their profile photo very clearly was lifted from some innocent chick's profile. Mm-hmm. So like someone out there and, it, and it's, and it, that, it's happening. So it's gotta be happening to thousands of women every day where their, their profiles are just getting, uh, effectively mirrored for the purpose of uh, scamming, phishing, catfishing, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, there are a lot of weirdos out there. Uh, well, um, well, hey, guess what? We survived two tornado warnings today. So, that's yay good. or boo, depending on your point of view. Yeah, because we got uh, we got we got the remnants of one hurricane hitting us right now, and then we've got another uh, hurricane on the way. We got hit with the remnants of Fred, and then we have on Henri, not Henry, but Henri, heading up the coast. Indubitably, those tornado warnings were bullshit. Because every single time, uh, you know, my, my phone—I've never like I, I had my phone open, and I never have the sound on, and I didn't have the sound on. But because it was open, I got the tornado warning alert on my phone. I jumped a fucking foot out of my chair. Oh yeah, yeah. That was- freak me out reminds me of uh shortly before the pandemic started um i was browsing twitter on my phone on the way to work it's like eight in the morning dead silent on the train everyone's like half asleep or trying to read the newspaper you know just on their phone and i go to i come across a clip of uh meryl streep in um, what's that show? She was on something liars, big little lies or something. Uh, yeah, and there big was little this, lies. Or, yeah, yeah, there was this clip that went viral of her just screaming at the top of her lungs. So I scroll past it and I think it's a GIF. So I just click on it, assuming it will be silent. And suddenly the entire train is filled with the sounds of Meryl <laughs> Streep screaming at the top of her lungs. And just everyone like jolts up and stares right at me. And I'm like, Ooh. I'm sorry. <laughs> Should have done the Yikes. screaming son from uh, Rick and Morty. <laughs> uh, you, you never want to never ever do you want to be on a, a bus or a train with your phone open and the sound turned up and then this plays. Yo, ever heard of Jerkmate? <laughs> <laughs> you never Whoops. want that happening. <laughs> That's why I've. Uh... I've been playing a lot of like visual novel games. And when steam uh, announced the steam deck, a lot of people were like, finally I can play my 18 plus visual novels on the train. No (laughs) one can stop me. Thanks. Gabe Newell. (laughs) Uh, Cause you know, Nintendo won't publish that shit. Mm -hmm. Oh, Hey, we were talking about uh, uh, foot fetishes. Oh, I should have played this. Jones barbecue foot massage. Oh, that that shit will be stuck in your head now. (laughs) What a classic. Oh, man. All right. Uh, Well, that was that was fun. That was was a good talk. That was a good episode. Thank you, guys. Um, Always happy to help. Yeah. Uh, Well, thank you. Thank you both for being here. Uh, Nate, I don't know if I'll talk to you on um, uh, this weekend if we're doing focus. So. Oh, before before we, I I want to say I like your shirt. I just watched um, uh, face the music. Nice. 
this. Uh, Kate got this for me for, uh, I think, my birthday a couple of years ago. I don't remember. Um, and that's what I named my cats after. Mm-hmm. I, when people look at my cats, because I, I, I th- I've posted one picture uh, on our, I think, I don't even know if I posted on our Facebook page. I definitely did it on, on our Instagram account of my kittens. Um, because they're just jerks. They won't sit still. They're never together for long enough for me to get a picture of the two of them together. Yeah. So that just happened to have been a good enough photo that I could post. Um, and, and, uh, Ted, everyone like comments on Ted cause he's got, they're like, Oh, he's got a bad haircut. Cause like the black and the white fur on him, the way like it, they, they meet right above his eye line and it literally just looks like, uh, like Jim Carrey's haircut in dumb and dumber. <laughs> so with like the actual Bill and Ted here on my shirt, people are like, "Which one's Bill? Which one's Ted? Which one do you think Ted is?" Based on Keanu Reeves's haircut in that movie. <laughs> Why do you think I named him Ted? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Bill's gray. You know, he's just, you know. Okay, by default, you don't you don't have uh, you know a genetically bad haircut, so you, you can be Bill. <laughs> so. Um, but yeah, I thought the movie was good. I just want, wanted to say that. Oh, it's very good. Um, it's like true to the originals. Yeah, it's it's it's, great. it's very very rare that um, that uh, Bill and Ted's excellent uh, adventure. It, it's very rare that a film, a sequel, could come out so long after the previous entry. You know, almost thirty years, where that sequel ends up being as good as the previous films mm-hmm. and I, I i read uh several reviews of face of music when it came out because i was really because i liked it and i was really hoping others did too and even the most critical reviews i read like uh you know actual like actual reviews not like some jabroni on reddit um the the, the most critical reviews of the film still said it's a good movie mm-hmm. while calling out the things they didn't like about it but they still said like overall like it's 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 good um, so I'm glad you like it. Uh, Fro and I were, we, we've been literally waiting for this since we were kids. And um, it was cool. Yeah. The fact that it actually would, it got made and, and happened and was released, uh, you know, still, still blows my mind. I'm happy. I was alive to see that. Uh, it sucks. It happened, you know, in the, the dead of COVID winter, but, um, you know, I would have loved to have seen it in the theater, but, uh, Thanks, HBO Max. Oh yeah, no, it's, I think it's on. Uh, it's on Hulu now too, and uh, I mean, I have it on. I, I actually bought a physical copy of it, um, but mm-hmm. uh, um, yeah, that's one day because I think that was one of the first major film releases where they were like, "Fuck it, we'll just put it on streaming. We'll just do it that way." Because like, <laughs> no one's gonna be able to see this film unless you go to a drive-in. Yeah, uh, and and it worked. Um, I think they charged extra for it. I, I got mine on, um, I think on, I rented it on Amazon, uh, Amazon Prime. And I think they charged more than they do for a standard film because it was a brand new release. And, uh, you know, HBO and Disney weren't yet doing the, you know, you know, watch Black Widow on, uh, you know, day one in the, the theatrical release. You can watch it on Disney Plus, but pay more than you would for a theater ticket. So, all right. Uh, it was good talking with you guys. I'll do it for this episode of the Ack and Jack show. Uh, Nate. Starring well, Nate Fillers. No. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't ask for this. <laughs> all right. I appreciate you guys. Uh, we will. You too. We'll talk at you next time. See you. Bye.
from FSN. I'm Kate Moody.